I thought of you when I saw this. Matter of fact, Michelle was walking around the house the other day just singing the Klondike song. Now, what would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do? Okay, all right. Don't earworm me now. She's singing it all day long. There's a new survey out. Uh, International Chocolate Day today. What? We get the uh, best uh, cities for chocolate. And you're in luck. New York comes in number one. Oh, okay. San Francisco, Las Vegas, number three. For the first time ever, Hershey, Pennsylvania has dropped to number four. Oh, interesting. Which is interesting. Okay. Los Angeles, uh, Seattle, Chicago, Orlando, San Diego. Uh, These cities, great for chocolate because they all have 100 or more. New York having the most. Mm -hmm. uh, Chocolatiers and locations to buy fine chocolate. The worst cities for chocolate include uh, Hampton Beach, Virginia, Fayetteville, (laughs) North Carolina, Columbus, Georgia, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, number one. Really? Because other than gas station chocolate is what they describe it as. Uh-huh. I guess just, you know. Like her, candy bars. A candy bar. Yeah. Not a lot of options if you have a sophisticated chocolate palate. Mm, okay. I don't know that I've been to many chocolatiers. I've been to a Godiva store before. Now, this makes sense. Uh, San Francisco, speaking of chocolatiers, is number two. Yeah. Because that's where the uh, Ghirardelli, Ghirardelli, oh, Ghirard- oh, Ghirardelli factory is. is. You know, so I have been there. Good. You been where? Yeah, when we went to San Francisco when I was a kid, you we went, went to the Ghirardelli. Yeah, country? they give you a little tour, and it's not a. It's did not they a, give you chocolate? Yeah, they give you samples. At least they did back uh, when I went. Oh my it was God. It pretty good stuff. Oh yeah, but I, I've always wanted to go to Hershey. I know the uh, Michelle goes to the amusement park yeah, all the time. We've never been out there. That looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I've thought about because the kids are in Michigan, kind of taking a detour one time, yeah. and if I if I ever drive and stopping there and doing like a weekend there. But I think that Grayson who is basically an elf, would probably die if I took him to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he, he wouldn't would want not, to ride the rides. He wouldn't know how to stop, and he would be sick, and we all we would do would be, he'd be licking the walls, assuming <laughs> it's chocolate. So I'm not sure that it's the best place for us to go. New York also uh, earns the crown for number one because it has the uh, most locations selling bonbons. Bonbons? Yeah. Really? In particular, of all the uh, places to buy chocolate in America, more bonbons in a Big Apple than any place else. Interesting. I know that there's a, I I remember seeing, I think it was in Brooklyn, there's a place called Bonbon, and it's like like a, that's all they sell. Sure. So, I mean, those are good. I'm all right with that. I can take that. This is, by the way, from a website called Lawn Love that has ranked the uh, best and worst cities if you're a chocolate fanatic, just can't get enough chocolate here on International Chocolate Day. I would imagine if you travel uh, overseas, oh, like France like probably. Swiss, uh, uh, Swiss I mean, chocolate, yeah. yeah. They're, they're kind of known for their chocolate, so I would You can do a whole vacation. That's, uh, you know, you and I have never taken a, a formal honeymoon. No. That would be don't fun. don't say. We just do a chocolate tour of the world. Yeah. You know, people like to travel around and see baseball stadiums. we got every chocolate factory. I would imagine? love that. That imagine? would be great. Come back, can't fit on the damn airplane. It'd be fine. The plane just tips to the left. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> no, that really would be. It'd be it would some, be fun, right? It would be something uh, exciting and fun for me because I love chocolate, but it just kind of something people don't usually do. Well, that's what I mean. It'd be, uh, <laughs> that might get us on the view or something. Yeah, you know? I like it. I thought of you when I saw this. In fact, Michelle was walking around the house the other day just singing the Klondike song. Now, what would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do? Okay, all right. Don't earworm me now. She's singing it all day long. There's a new survey out. Uh, International Chocolate Day today. What? We get the uh, best uh, cities for chocolate. And you're in luck. New York comes in number one. Oh, okay. San Francisco, Las Vegas, number three. For the first time ever, Hershey, Pennsylvania has dropped to number four. Oh, interesting. Which is interesting. Okay. Los Angeles, uh, Seattle, Chicago, Orlando, San Diego. Uh, These cities, great for chocolate because they all have 100 or more 
New York having the most mm-hmm. uh, chocolatiers and locations to buy oh. fine chocolate. The worst cities for chocolate include the Hampton Beach, Virginia, Fayetteville, <laughs> North Carolina, Columbus, Georgia, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, number one. Really? Because other than gas station chocolate is what they describe it as. Uh-huh. I guess just, you know, like a, candy bars. a candy bar. Yeah. Not a lot of options if you have a sophisticated chocolate palate. Mm. Okay. I don't know that I've been to many chocolatiers. I've been to a Godiva store before. Now, this makes sense. Uh, San Francisco, speaking of chocolatiers, is number two. Yeah. Because that's where the uh, Ghirardelli, Ghirardelli, oh, Ghirard- oh, Ghirardelli factory is. You know, so I have been there. Good. You've been where? Yeah, when we went to San Francisco when I was a kid. You we went, went to the Ghirardelli Yeah, factory? they give you a little tour, and it's not a... It's did not they a, give you chocolate? Yeah, they give you samples. At least they did back uh, when I oh went. It was, it was pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah. But I, I've always wanted to go to Hershey. I know the uh, Michelle goes to the amusement park yeah, all the time. We've never that. been out there. That looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I've thought about, because the kids are in Michigan, kind of taking a detour one time yeah. and if I, if I ever drive and stopping there and doing like a weekend there. But I think that Grayson, who is basically an elf... Would probably die if I took him to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he, he wouldn't would want to ride the ride. He wouldn't know how to stop, and he would be sick. And we all we would do would be he'd be licking the walls, assuming <laughs> it's chocolate. So I'm not sure that it's the best place for us to go. New York also uh, earns the crown for number one because it has the uh, most locations selling bonbons. Bonbons, yeah, really. In particular, of all the uh, places to buy chocolate in America, more bonbons and a Big Apple than any place else. Interesting. I know that there's a. I, I remember seeing. I think it was in Brooklyn. There's a place called Bonbon, and it's sure. like a like a bon, That's all they sell. Sure. So I mean, those are good. I'm all right with that. I can take that. This is, by the way, from a website called Lawn Love that has ranked the uh, best and worst cities. If you're a chocolate fanatic, just can't get enough chocolate here on International Chocolate Day. I would imagine if you travel uh, overseas, oh, like France, like probably Swiss, uh, uh, Swiss I mean, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, they're they're kind of known for their chocolate. So I would. You ass- can do a whole vacation. That's uh, you know, you and I have never taken a, a formal honeymoon. No, that would you be don't fun. Say we just do a chocolate tour of the world. Yeah. you know, people like to travel around and see baseball stadiums. We got every chocolate factory. I would imagine? love that. That would be great. Come back, can't fit on the damn airplane. It would be fine. plane just tips to the left. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> no, that really would be. It would be, be fun, right? It would be something uh, exciting and fun for me because I love chocolate, but it just kind of something people don't usually do. Well, that's what I mean. It'd be, uh, <laughs> that might get us on the view or something. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss on 99.7 FM, anywhere in the Boss app, of course, or 1071thebos.com. You know the deal. Welcome to Tuesday, September the 13th. Oh my God, it's Tuesday the 13th, which means nothing. 2022. <laughs> Good morning, America. Hi, hello. Robbie and Rochelle, and a lot to do today. The whole crew is here. We'll do a food file because it is a tasty Tuesday. Yes. A fresh he said. She said. On the way, 750. Hashtag mom. God, it's being tabulated right now. We'll do that seven twenty, nine twenty, about nine o'clock. Have the next keyword for you, and of course, we'll give away some money from yesterday's keywords. Still mm-hmm. after seven this morning, two hundred fifty dollars up for grabs. We got the community bulletin board, the fast five. We'll check the birthdays. Uh, so it should be a pretty good one today. Yes, we have a uh, Facebook page. Not just the 1071 The Boss page, we have a Robbie and Rochelle page. And we created this page because, you know, as much as we'd like to be, we can't be on the air 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> we do it, yeah. we're on the air enough. It's okay? a lot. There's but a we lot. do like to keep in touch and we do 
you know, beyond just answering if you send us a message or if you put a comment on something we post during the show, yeah. we occasionally, like on a week we're on vacation, for example, we'll post a couple of things just to stay in touch so we see you and you see us. And I think I put some more personal things on the Robbie. Like yeah. I'll share sometimes the kids' photos or when school started, I posted photos of you and I when we were in high school. So I yeah. think I, I get a little more personal. Those were not uh, first day of school photos, by the way. For you and I? No. No, no. I had my, I did, I have all of my high school IDs. So that's what I didn't have were. an ID when when I was in high really? school. No. Uh, we had we had- just chiseled our name into stone when I went to high school. <laughs> How'd you check out a library book? I have no idea. Oh, okay. See, they would scan our ID, or you ha- have an ID number, and that's how they would I, mean, I think you brought it book. up to the lady at the desk and checked out the book. I don't know. Oh, see, they had a they, they knew they knew who we were, and I if you did not return remember. that library book, you didn't get a diploma at the end of the year. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just don't remember. It was like I said during the Stone Age. Yeah. but You did use uh, my prom picture. Mm-hmm. I and recognize I the that. Girl out. I mean, why was that necessary to show that? Well, I mean, I, I guess I have it on my own Facebook, but it's mostly because I look like such a goo. I, well, you know? I couldn't find pictures of you. I was trying to look for high school pictures, and yeah. there, there's the one of you at your graduation, but you were very blurry, and it's kind of hard to see. And then there was the photo that I used from prom, and then the other one I used was when you were in the production of Grease. Oh, so, yeah, but that was uh, that was junior high school. Well, that's okay. I was just trying to find school. There was a really good one. I, I think I showed this to you the other day, and this really has nothing to do with anything, but it's just such a great picture. I'm like four feet taller than all oh, the other yeah. kids in my class, yeah, because I'm still a big oaf now, and I'm wearing like a Hawaiian. Hawaiian shirt like Magnum freaking PI <laughs> and I have this you know digital watch Casio, Casio watch Casio. yeah I mean like I'm right out of an advertisement for I mean I look like I'm on Stranger you Things do. like they're trying to recreate the era but I was at Stonewash jeans ridiculous it's a horrible picture and you are you're a foot taller than, like, than the, what's up ladies than the girls and two <laughs> feet taller than the boys it's sad it was good times anyway one of the things you've posted on the page in addition to that uh, but we kind of went off the other day, and this mm-hmm. turned into like a, a quiz, so I thought we would try it here because we've sure. gotten a bunch of answers. When you think of an actor, right. sometimes they are so iconic in their role that like you forever think of them. So right. Daniel Radcliffe will always be Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Arnold yep. Schwarzenegger will always be uh, the kindergarten cop. The Terminator. Terminator. Terminator must be the number one answer. Linda Carter will always be Wonder Woman. Christopher Reeves will always be. Well, it's Reeve. Uh, Reeve. Will always be Superman. Yeah. Well, although I bet you that depends on the generation because George Reeves for older people. You remember the TV show? Oh, that's true. And yeah. you know, for Grayson, it's going to be Henry Cavill, right? He's that's the first Superman he's going to think of. I think he's going to say a cartoon. Oh, maybe Superman will always be a cartoon. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I, I think. If but you, you know what I'm now, saying? Like, if you grew up with Adam West, you yeah. probably think of Adam West before Michael Keaton. Even if you like Michael Keaton, well, it's Keaton, funny you know? because that we have there's over a hundred comments on here of different things. You know, Stallone will always be Rocky, right? But the Batman one, there's quite a debate because people are like, no, it's Adam West, and other people. Are well, go saying, from the top. Let me see if I can get all of these. There's, a, I mean, there's a lot of. Well, them. start wherever you want. No. William Shatner will always be Kirk. Number two answer, of course, T.J. Hooker. Donald will always be Trump a duck oh Oh. (laughs) John Travolta will always be Danny Uh, is that the number one answer Danny Zuko that's that's yeah Leonard Nimoy will always be Mr. Spock Lucille Ball will always be well, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. Well, but, listen, I'm just <laughs> she reading. She was Lucy these. in every role. I was well, the Lucy show, Life with Lucy. I love Lucy. I'm just reading yeah. these. I didn't. I didn't write them. Well, I think this discussion for you and I started because uh, we were watching uh, that Obi Wan Kenobi show. We yes. finally finished that over on Disney. Yeah. And it's uh, we were saying it's amazing they got Ian McGregor to come back and mm-hmm. uh, James Earl Jones to be Darth Vader because you can't imagine anybody else in these roles. And he's forever. Yeah. Darth I mean, Vader. James Earl Jones is one of the great actors, and yet y- you can't help but hear Darth Vader right when right. he speaks. Yeah, but- you know. 
It's well, some of these are really interesting because I don't know that I would necessarily think of that for like. Well, I got. Well, I'm trying to guess what I think people will okay. say first. Julie Newmar, Catwoman, Johnny Depp. Oh, that's tough. I'm that gonna, that I'm, was one that I was kind of like, oh, see, for me. I'm going to guess that most people said Jack Sparrow. See, yes. But, but the first thing I thought of was Edward Scissorhands. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So that so, goes to show that we're old. It's, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it does. Sean Connery. Bond. Uh, uh, Gene Wilder. Willy Wonka. John Stamos. Uh, Uncle Jesse. Kiefer Sutherland. Hang on a second. I love John Stamos. He is a sexy, beautiful, talented man. What else do you think of him as? But there's nothing else he's even done. Well. He was in the Kokomo music video with the Beach Boys and he was on Full House. Here's the thing. When you see him, you don't, I don't even think John Stamos. I think Uncle Jesse. I also think of those Oikos Greek uh, yogurt commercials. see. There you go. (laughs) There you go. All right. Keep going. Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, it's got to be Jack Bauer. Yep. Although I, the first thing that comes to mind for me is the Lost Boys for some reason. Oh, but I, I knew that people say Jack Bauer. Yeah, Judy Garland, uh, Dorothy. This see this one is Robert Downey Jr. Got to be Iron Man. It is Iron Man, but yeah. that's I. I saw him in this weird Heart and Soul movie, and like for me, yeah, see that's the, the first thing that came to me was Air America with we'll Mel see. Gibson. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Tom Selleck. Got to be Magnum. Or is it Blue Bloods? No, no, no. It's it's Magnum PI. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Heath Ledger. Joker. Mm-hmm. See, for me, that it's 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, so I, the, I was thinking of that one he did where he was the knight. Oh, yeah. Isn't this funny how your brain it goes is. different places? This uh, is like that deal where they, people post a picture of a sneaker and everyone's arguing that it's pink and other people say it's gray. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Give me a couple more. Keanu Reeves. Uh, Bill and Ted. Nope. Uh, the Matrix. Neo, yeah. Yeah, okay. Robin Williams. The genie. See, that's what I thought of. But yes. Holly and Popeye? Holly and. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. I got Mork. Yep. Yeah. Mork. Yep. Okay. Ron Howard. Opie. Mm-hmm. More so than Richie Cunningham. Uh, that's yeah, I, I guess so. MJF. They said, but Michael J. Fox. The people. It's got to be Back to the Future. Mar- Mar- Marty McFly. See, for me, I think Alex Keaton. Yeah. Facebook pages. Patrick Stewart. You had a previous life. Picard. Clint Eastwood. At least for a time. Wedding be dirty, Harry. Henry uh, which I guess is similar to what we do here. Because Patrick Swayze. Yeah, you're organizing uh, things. Johnny, there's, there's, dancing, yep. there's a show being Dick put York. on, if you will. Yeah. That's you know, so I guess there Darren are some similarities. I mean, he so played as like John Stamos. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing I else did. Dick York did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't they replace him after two Darrens on Dewey? I think there are, yeah. Savant or something and Dick York. Four different veils. Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Julia Louis-Dreyfus in Seinfeld. She's the lady. Come on. Come on. You got promoted. The right answer is Poussin. That's seriously the same role. He plays the same role in everything. And this one is debatable for me. Someone said Will Ferrell. But then the lady, I'm going to say the most popular answer was Elf. It was Elf. For me, I went Anchorman, though. He's Anchorman. Or he's Alex Trebek. And it has since popped up all over the world. People are ready to We've already gone too long here. Jim Carrey. I was thinking of you. Because of your former life. Nope. Ace Ventura. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the deal. This bride says uh, well, she that told was her groom, wasn't it? That I got she it. had yeah. PTSD Sharon of Stone. choking. It's going to be basic something instinct. happened to her when she was well, a kid. Elon mm-hmm. said, we'll so always not said, be wearing please, underwear. Please, whatever you do, I don't want to do the tradition. I'm not wearing underwear right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they do that? You smash yeah, a cake and you yeah, wipe yeah. it all over everybody's face. Mm-hmm. And she said, it triggers PTSD. Uh... And I guess he didn't take her seriously because they go to the, uh, what, and what does he do? He shoves a cake in her face and oh, she freaks out. Kidding. And she got so worked up about it, not only because of her, 
I don't know, her fear of choking or whatever sure, it is. But sure. just if he ain't going to listen. Now, she's fine, by the way. Mm-hmm. But she says, if he ain't going to listen to me about this at my wedding, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, calling off the whole thing. So she filed for divorce the next day. And now I guess, uh, according to this uh, letter to the uh, relationship expert that she sent in, yeah. people have got, absolutely, you did the right thing. You right, do you. And right. then a lot of people going, Jesus, give the guy a chance. He screwed up. But I mean, it's just cake. And you're fine. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. It's it's extremely interesting. I think that anybody who's going to go through the extremes of filing for divorce. The day after the wedding, there had to be problems there right, already. Exactly right. Exactly now, right. Now, beyond that, I think that this guy, they didn't know each other well enough because if she really had PTSD from something like he that. He would know that she's not joking around. Right. This sure. would be a bigger deal than sure. just the cake. It would probably happen more than anything. And, and it, Or is she just a drama queen. Or she's just a drama queen, but even so... Because, you know, I do get irritated. And, I, and I'm not saying that there isn't truth to people that, you know, have fears mm-hmm. that stay with them. And it is, yeah. you know, almost like they talk about veterans coming back with PTSD, yeah, obviously. No, you know, it's, it's a, different. There yeah. are people that have life experience that I can understand to be the same sort of thing. I yes. do I do appreciate that. Yes. But having said that, I think there are some people that just go, well, I'm I'm afraid of roller coasters. So if I hear the, the noise, right. I freak out. And then they get, you know, everybody go, oh, poor baby. So, I mean, I think to a certain degree... We're being yeah. a little over the... So I wonder if this woman is just a little nuts is maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe, but I think either way, it was probably for the best for both of them that she filed for divorce because that... that imagine would... you spent all that money, that planning, your family comes in, and then you the next day, there had to have been problems anyway. Yeah, there has to be. That That's the only logical thing because it's not just the Or case. this guy is nuts because he doesn't take her seriously, you know? Yeah, then why would she go through with the wedding? Because again, you have to know. I mean, even if you know somebody for a month, I think you know them well enough to know some of their quirks like that. So I, there's, there's. Now listen, you and I have certainly story. been through our own relationship ups and downs. Absolutely. Both, both you and I, and then in our previous lives, mm-hmm. right? But when you were working in the wedding industry, did you ever come across a bride mm-hmm. or a, a couple where you went, I don't know about this? Yes. Yeah. And now keep in mind, you're in the business of selling them, you know, Mm -hmm. and planning the wedding and making sure the caterer shows up. You did all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Were there people where you went, in good conscience, I can't Mm -hmm. can't do this because they're going to break up immediately. Yeah. And what was, give me an example without telling me the names. I've actually been in weddings where I did, like, because doing what I did for so long, of course, every single person that I knew. Can you help me with my wedding? Yes. Will you be a bridesmaid? Because they knew it was free help, basically. (laughs) And I'm, I'm a sucker and I say yes. And I, and I like being in weddings, honestly. I do, but but it's one thing to say I, I think this guy's a jerk. I could never live with him. Yeah. But it's another to say, oh my god, yeah. these two are going to kill each other within hours of getting I, married. I had a wedding that I just did. It was called a day of coordinating. So it di- I didn't follow them through the whole process, but kind of like the week before leading up to the wedding, I was helping them, and then the day of the wedding, yeah. and that from I knew them for one week, and from that one week, I knew Fighting. there was. No disrespect, way. right? It was more disrespect than fighting. It was huh. uh, it, from actually from the bride, and it wasn't just her being a bridezilla or just, but like everything that this guy wanted was a no. Everything that mom wanted was a no. Everything that mother in law wanted was a no. Bridesmaids was a no. and she took it to an extreme, and they didn't last maybe a year. I think they lasted, but he, there was just no compromise at all. Interesting. It was. I knew. I knew. You could just tell they and. They you still took their money, didn't you? Well, listen, it ain't my wedding. It ain't my wedding. No, yeah, so hey, I, yeah, we have a phone call on this. Let's take it. All right, this is Brian. Well, in all actuality, he did obey her wishes. What do you mean? Why? She did not want him to shove cake in her face. She huh. said nothing about shoving her face in the cake. 
That's the way I feel. <laughs> you want to tell my feelings? I'm giving you my feelings. Well, that's ridiculous, but... I, the- <laughs> She clearly didn't. I mean, I see what he's saying, but yeah. he's being funny about it. But, you know, if she said no, she said no. He just, the guy didn't care. So. But again, beyond that, if it was actually like a, like when you and I got married, I think we just agree we weren't doing that. I think we used a fork. I yeah. don't even think. Also, I was like, how much a cake costs? Right, exactly. So, <laughs> but I think that there are some, there are some people who just don't want to do it because they don't want the cake on their face or their veil or their dress or whatever. Yeah, I would have hated that, by the way. I mean, I'm not afraid of it, but I would have been aggravated. No, and I didn't want that either. Listen, I do plenty of spilling food on myself (laughs) as it is. That tux had to go back to the the tailor, okay? If this woman is truly saying that she has something that scares her and he just said, whatever, I'm going to shove your head in the cake, like, (laughs) come on. Come on. That's ridiculous. It it is, and I I think it's for the best. Unless you're getting married again, in which case, call Rochelle, she'll take your money. (laughs) She'll gladly take your cash. It's true. Here it is. How about this? The CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. And thank you for sending these in. Community groups, charities, people trying to make a difference, do a little something fun around town. We share them right here on the CBB to make sure these fun events get all their due. Mm-hmm. You know, they might otherwise not. That's right. So we make sure they do. Yes. <laughs> Wind and Sea Festival is happening Saturday, 11 to 5, Bayshore Waterfront Park in Port Monmouth. Free admission, free parking. There'll be kayaking, fishing, kite flying, crafts, mm. and so much more. MonmouthCountyParks.com for all the details. It'd be like Benjamin Franklin with your kite. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Hopefully it's a windy day. Yeah, the annual Affordable Housing Alliance Gulf Invitational is going on uh, Monday the 19th, 7 o'clock, up at the beautiful Jumping Brook Country Club in Neptune. Participants will enjoy a lively reception with breakfast, a cocktail hour, and luncheon. It'll be like being in Parliament. <laughs> I vote hear ye, hear ye. (laughs) The right honorable gentleman from Scotland. Uh, Funding from this event supports many of the programs, supplies, and materials aimed at the residents of affordable housing properties, housingall.org to sign up. By the way, the engineer told me to stop banging the table. It's bad for the microphone, so (laughs) I apologize. I just get, I'm excitable, you know? Yes. New Brunswick Car Show is happening, George Street, Thursday night, starting at 5. Show is free to the public and for car owners who would like to participate. Cars get paired up with live music, boutique specials, delicious eats right alongside mm. them. I wonder if it be food trucks. That's if they're That'd doing be that. fun, yeah. NewBrunswick.com for all the details. You can find out right there. And again, that's George Street this Thursday night. Boss Roadies on the move this week. Last chance to win those Boss Summer shirts. I'm told we have a limited supply still remaining because mm. it is still technically summer, you know. Yes, it is. 1071theboss.com. Click station events or community events to find out where they are going to be next. But thanks for having us out to uh, Neptune Middle School, by the way, on Saturday. That was a great event. Yes. We get some pictures on our 1071 The Boss Facebook mm-hmm. if you want to see that. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. Did you catch this story the other day about Chi-Chi the chimpanzee? No. <laughs> no. She escaped from the uh, Ukrainian zoo in Kharkiv. Oh. Ran away. Was talked into returning when she was found out in the community by zookeepers. They offered her a raincoat, a bike ride, and a hug. That was enough to get Chi-Chi... To come back. Okay. First, she was a little apprehensive. (laughs) She was roaming the uh, streets in the city, Kharkiv, for several hours until the uh, zookeepers were able to get close enough to her to uh, figure it out. But she was uh, seen, and people took some. Cell phone footage of this. Isn't this a nice thing happening in the middle of the uh, the war that's going on well, elsewhere in the country? Yeah. There's people at university in the city square. I see this is, I mean, I don't mean to sound like a boob, but I kind of assume that people were not going about their general business with all going on there. But I guess there's still kids of going course. back to university and going out having a cup of coffee and I mean, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Even while all this is going on. It goes to show you what a joke Putin is. <laughs> I guess we're at war. You know, there's like one, <laughs> one truck with a guy. Uh, hey, how you doing? I'm from Russia. You'll kill me if I don't come. 
you know? Yeah. So it's nice to see people going about their business, is my point. And they have video of the chimpanzee walking around. So luckily the zookeepers were able to get him. One of the uh, zookeepers sat down and uh, communicated with the chimp until they were finally able to uh, cuddle her, give her a yellow raincoat, put her on a bicycle. And uh, she sat shotgun and they drove the bike, Rocky and Bullwinkle style. That's so back to weird. That's yeah. such a strange story. Why did she want a raincoat? <laughs> Well, they said that these are uh, chimps become attached to uh, items that they oh. know from their oh, their I caretaker, see. their human caretaker. So. Well, that's a very sweet story. I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, she's just fine, and she's it's back at random, the zoo. So they say weird. they believe there was a clerical error that uh, that allowed a door not to be properly fastened, oh. and she, she's a wily little son of a gun was able to get out. So she's searching for a new bike. Yeah. Needs a new raincoat. Going uh, shopping. Yeah. I'm going shopping in the city. <laughs> Forget you guys. <laughs> Maybe she's going to join the war effort. Yeah, you know, yeah, she's like Rosie the Riveter. Or something, oh my but. gosh! So there you are. That's kind of a kind a- of a believe it or not a heartwarming story out of Ukraine. Yeah. Now if we uh, if we had the opportunity, you would take in a chip as a pet. Is that not oh, the case? Gosh, yes. Are you kidding? Now I you know I'm afraid that. of monkeys. I I don't understand chips. this. I, this fear comes from a news story that yeah. you saw when you were a kid. No, it was not when I was a kid. It was only about a decade or so ago, oh, maybe fifteen okay. years ago. Well, there was a lady up in Connecticut had her eye- eyelids ripped off by a monkey that went rogue. I mean, come on, that and a monkey was happen. her pet for like thirty years, and all of a sudden a monkey gets upset, rips her eye, rips doesn't her face happen. up. She had a face transplant for the love of God. I mean, Rick the cat could do that to you tomorrow, and no, you he still can't. yes, he he's can. not as strong as a chimpanzee. I mean, you let him snuggle right up on your face, he could absolutely go bananas and rip your face off in a second he's got canine teeth and sharp claws all right 100 i guess so so we're getting a monkey <laughs> no i don't want a monkey now here's the other thing is rick has to be on all four monkeys walk around they got fingers yeah they're, they're so two cute. people like for me he's self-sufficient he can go get his own crackers his own little bananas that's he terrifying can, i like him he knocks on the door comes in while you're in the shower you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> rick does the same thing <laughs> yeah but he's on all fours you know he's he's pretty low to the ground yeah. He doesn't present the threat of a, you know, the chimp is like another person movie. He's like a roommate. Okay. He's like Chrissy from Three's Company. (laughs) (laughs) Little shower cap. I mean, come on. Oh, my god! I don't know. I got all kinds of, I'm I'm scared of monkeys. Well, we're not getting one, so. (laughs) No, we are not. (laughs) No. (laughs) We are not getting a monkey or a chimp or an ape or a gorilla or any. Get them all out of your head. No. Uh, What about a baby hippo? I mean, if we could fit the hippo in a house, I think after, you know, the first week, the hippo yeah. would be too big for the tub, but they are cute. They are cute. Hashtag mom. <laughs> Best segue in broadcast radio right here. That's right. Every morning, 72920, you send them in. We hear from moms, sometimes dads. I'm sure there are moms that work as vets, as a mm-hmm. matter of fact. Yeah. And uh, we hear the trials and tribulations of what it is to be a mom in the year 2022 every morning like this. Donut Hawk said, one minute you're excited your kids are back in school, and seven hours later you're reading about their field trip that costs 140 bucks. Oh my God. That's not what you want. Oof. Lemongrass 1978 said, I'm not saying I've nailed this parent thing, but my teen daughter did say good morning to me today. Well, congratulations. <laughs> and Holly Bearer said, on the first day of school, my six-year-old told me that his teacher's name was Mr. Clay. I'm sorry, his art teacher's name was Mr. Clay. Well, that's ironic, huh? This week, I found out his name is actually Mr. Mitchell. Turns out my kid is calling him McClay because he thinks that's a better name for an art teacher. Oh, because he's having him... <laughs> Play with his clay, yeah. Sure. I shall call you McClay. What is it with kids today? They, they don't say uh, thank you and please you might get out of them, but nobody says good morning or good afternoon or, you know. These, what do you mean? You don't hear kids. That's like a that's like a 35 plus thing. I don't hear it younger is? people saying good morning to each other. Because well, they're not happy to be awake. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't like being talked to in the morning either. And you're like, duh, 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 duh. I'm like, shut up. Go away. <laughs> I'll leave you alone with your monkey. Let me know how that goes for you. Hashtag bomb. God, 
fashion. Every morning right here, 720 and 927, and you might hear yours. Now, we're talking about uh, chocolate today. The other day, we went on and on about grilled cheeses. Mm-hmm. It's food yep. on the brain. And today <laughs> happens to be Tasty Tuesday, so let's open it up. It's the food file. It's food file. I mean, Rochelle's food file. <laughs> we found that uh, by Tuesday of each week, there's always enough stories trending about food, drink, beverages of all varieties. And we share them all here. Stories trending about delicious delights. Yes. Food file. Delicious. <laughs> Alliteration. <laughs> Also, I like pushing that little button. Yes, you do. That they've installed for me mm-hmm. here. Thanks very much. Okay. <laughs> Ridiculous. Probably overdone the quota. Maybe a little bit. Stories trending about food. Limited edition jet puffed pumpkin spice and jet puffed candy corn are back. Happy fall. Mm. Your thoughts? How do you know I have thoughts on this one? Jet puffed would be marshmallow. marshmallows. Yes. Now, I think uh, candy corns, and I know this is a. Uh, yeah, right. it's a mixed opinion. There's some people love them. It's like Hawaiian pizza. Like they wax. love them or they hate them. It's I like a little bite of wax. Hate them. Ugh. Hate how they get stuck in your teeth. Don't like the flavor. So gross. The terrible on the outside. They're too sweet on the inside. Marshmallow candy corn, maybe, maybe. If you're going to have a little marshmallows, are so sweet anyway. Might be fine. You know, marshmallows. You mean pumpkin marshmallows? No, I'm saying I might try the candy corn jet puffed. I don't know. The pumpkin spice, I assume you'd be fine with though. The pumpkin spice, I'd be totally fine with. Uh, The but the now why is there not like apple cider jet puffed? Why is it candy corn pumpkin spice? That would be really good. Or chocolate marshmallows of they all do the have flavors. Cho- no, they do have chocolate marshmallows. Okay, good. I know that they have those because the kids have had those in their hot cocoa before. Yeah. And they're delicious. The pumpkin would also be delicious because you could put it in your hot cocoa and it would be like pumpkin hot chocolate or in your coffee or just eat it. Right. The candy corn, I just, I can't get on board with regular candy corn. And I don't even know how you flavor something like wax. <laughs> Like a, what, well, it's not what ingredients wax. do you put in there to make it taste like wax? Before we get a lawsuit from the candy corn people, it's not actually wax, okay? It looks like wax. It feels like <laughs> wax. It tastes like wax. It's wax. Yeah, this is the food file. In a new poll on preferred beach drinks, beer came in number one. <laughs> okay. I was surprised by that. I, would, really? I When I think of the beach, I think of, you know, foo-foo cocktails with a little umbrella in them, you know? <laughs> of course you do. That's a pain, though, when you're on the beach. But listen to this. After beer, mojito came in number two. Okay. I guess it's easy to make, right? Yes. Just two ingredients, yep. really. Yep. Margaritas okay. come in number three. Mm-hmm. Beer drinkers uh, are considered to be the most extroverted people, so they're the most fun, make the most friends when they go to the beach. Interesting. Coming in dead last. Bloody Marys. Yeah, that's you don't want to drink that. That's too heavy for the bee. I, lo- I love Bloody Marys, but... Imagine you spill a little Bloody Mary in the ocean, all of a sudden you get sharks everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Food file. Need a bigger boat. <laughs> I got some more pumpkin spice news for you. Cups okay. noodles bringing back their pumpkin spice ramen again. This mm. is just out of control, okay? Yeah. We almost need an act of Congress to stop with the pumpkin spice. I- the coffee... Fine. But we go beyond that. I think that's it. I haven't tried it. Maybe I know some this candles. Is, candles I, and coffee were done, okay? I know this is like the third year that the cup of noodles or whatever are coming out with that. I don't know. I guess it's good enough that they keep bringing it back and people keep buying it. I'd probably try I'd try that before I'd try the candy corn marshmallows. I'm going to I'd say what if you're a college student, you probably afford the pumpkin spice ramen and not the candles. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's candles true. Candles are $27. So you know? maybe you just make the pumpkin spice ramen and it'll make your dorm smell like pumpkin spice and yeah. it's like burning the candle. I love you! 
This is the food file. Long John Silver's. I don't think we have any of those in the area. I don't know that we do. I don't know that I've ever been to a Long John Silver's. I've had their hush puppies before. They're pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're bringing back their lobster bites. They say by popular demand, bite-sized pieces of wild-caught 100% Norway lobster tail in butter. And that's what you want is economy seafood. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you want. I don't know how I feel about that. Freezer lobster sounds great. Yeah. From the fast food place, I don't don't think I'm going to get my lobster from there. But good, good on them. This lobster was crawling around just two weeks ago. Oh, and now, oh now it could be yours for just ago. $6.99. Gross. Well, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and say thank you to our friends at Domino's. They have stepped in, give you a little uh, relief mm-hmm. at the register here. You know, the price of everything seems like it's up, right? They're yeah. cutting the price of everything on their menu for a limited time by 20%. Wow. This is uh, for online carryout delivery orders. So I okay. guess if you go and sit down, not the case. It goes on now through October 16th for about five weeks, right? That's 20% awesome. off everything. I call that being an enabler. Because <laughs> now yeah. I got an excuse to go eat those little garlic oh, dots I was just gonna and say, I know, pepperoni pizza and God knows what else. I know that there are some amazing local family-owned pizzerias around here. Sure. I know that. And I know Domino's is garbage or whatever. That's whatever not, you want to say. Garbage I don't, at all. I don't think so. It's but just a chain. That's all. Their garlic knots are next level good. Those little things are like little pieces of bread heaven. I got to tell you, you're causing a lot of trouble during this food file. I'm sorry. You need to settle down. All right. right. I'm very passionate about food. For and I'm hungry. Lawsuit. <laughs> Call Brandon J. Broderick. All right. No one is uh, reached out to us, by the way. No. Try and set up an interview with Brandon. Mm-hmm. We call the office, too. We didn't get a call back. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with that. They don't like us. <laughs> That's what's up with like that. Brandon's not, Brandon's not going on the show. He's an attorney. He doesn't need to ask an attorney. He knows. Right. Don't go on the Robbie and Michelle show. Don't do that. All right. Last. You remember that kid last week about is corn? Remember he's saying, oh, it's he corn. corn. I love corn. Because they, they were asking kids in the playground their favorite thing. And this kid says corn. This thing blew up everywhere. He's yes. gone viral now. He's been offered a lifetime position as the ambassador for South Dakota corn huskers. What? He's a corn farmer's out in South Dakota. He's the honorary mascot for life. That's or or uh, MC spokesperson, I guess, right? Okay. And Kevin Bacon has recorded a song based on the, the little video of him saying he likes corn. Oh, my gosh. It's corn. And I just hate everything about that. I got to tell you. I mean, he seems like a sweet kid, but I don't know if he's qualified to have a lifetime position to be the spokesperson for South Dakota's corn farmers. Not yet, but maybe he will. Kevin Bacon. What? Is it because he's Kevin Bacon and this kid likes corn? It's bacon and corn. Is that what's going on? He's got a six degrees of separation now. (laughs) I had uh, the Bacon brothers on, Kevin and Michael, once. This is a long long time ago before we worked together. Uh And the guy comes on before he goes, oh, hey, Robbie, we got uh, the Bacon brothers here. Please don't ask about the movies. This is only about their music. And what fine music it is. Oh, I didn't even know that they actually... Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't ask about Footloose. Yeah. It's corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As the juice. Food file. Excellent. It's food file. Settle down, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> well, first of all, I think you have a... a, 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 a what are you bashing up the Bacon Brothers music for? I mean, it's not great. I don't like it very much. I'm being honest with you. I mean, he's a great actor, and I think he's yeah. a... Oh, no doubt. Michael is pretty talented. I just Michael's very talented, as uh, demonstrated with the song about corn. I'm not sure Kevin is. uh, (laughs) You know, he's not Frank Sinatra. You know what I mean? Well, they have that song, uh, old guitar, this old guitar, old guitar, something like that. It's a great song. It really is. I was just put off that they come on the show and they say I was more than happy to talk about their music and the gig that they were promoting, but they said don't ask him about anything with the movies. And I think he had Iron Man or something coming out. I was like, what do you mean? Don't ask him about the movies? Was he embarrassed? 
he's an actor? I don't like that attitude, you know? Yeah, I know, I get it, I get it. But it's about the music, man. You're right. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> I'll talk about the music, but you're Kevin Bacon. Let me ask you one question about Footloose. Come on. Man, it's about the music. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't even so much him. It was the pinhead he had working for him that was his manager. Uh, hey, Robbie, a couple of things before we get Kevin here for you. You know, okay, buddy. Were okay. you there when we had them in that house out in the Rockaways? No, I don't remember that one. Okay. <laughs> Is it problems? No, 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 no. It's great. But they were playing in the living room of a house out in the Rockways. <laughs> and we were there broadcast the whole thing live on the flagship FM station, the ABC Disney Network. It doesn't get bigger than that. <laughs> Kevin Bacon oh, in the my. living room. <laughs> they had a throw rug and everything for him. It was beautiful. Oh, it was terrible. All right, over to the celebrity hotline. Terrific comedian. You know him. You love him. Tom Papa. Morning, Tom. How are you? Good, how are you? Doing just fine. You know what I learned about you that I didn't know? Is you, you do a daily radio show on the satellite, so you're learning the ways of doing radio. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in your crazy world. <laughs> yeah, well, stay out of it. I mean, some of us need a job. You've got enough going on. <laughs> <laughs> good point. No, that's going to be a lot of fun. This is a, well, you, you've done a podcast, Breaking Bread, as well, so I guess you're, you're kind of, you're familiar with the microphone and all of that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh just another extension of stand-up it's like i didn't realize i have so i have so much more respect for radio people especially you know we do two hours a day four days a week which is pretty light lifting in the world of radio these shows i i didn't realize you know i'm used to walking around as a comedian being like oh that's funny i can put that into a joke or maybe i can tell that story and now i have a whole nother part of my my radar that's up like looking for things i can talk about on the radio it's, it's very similar you're like oh that would be good to talk about with fortune or that would be good to talk about on the on on the show you got to constantly you're constantly fishing for, for stuff to talk about yeah there's no question and that is true that you walk around and you think of something and say well i talk about that but what must be so I mean, I've never been a stand-up, but what's so gratifying about that is that the audience tells you right away whether or not it sucks, you know, so, whereas on the radio, you just hope it's funny. Yeah, right, exactly. I, but, you know, all those things, you kind of, the first filter, the audience will definitely weigh in, but the first filter has to be, do you think it's funny? Like, does it make you laugh? And sure. if it does, then you just have to believe in that and take that to the people. I guess this is kind of a technical question, but at least for you, do you sit down and, you know, write it out like a speech when you're working on uh, fresh stand-up material? And by the way, you're filming one for Netflix here this month, so I'm not sure if the date, I guess the date you're doing it, Count Basie, on November 12th won't be filmed for Netflix, but one of the dates is a Netflix date. Is this something you sit down and you write it? Do you make notes on post-its? Like, how do you, what's your process? Yeah, I'll, I'll, if, I, if I see something funny, I'll jot it down. If, I, if something hits me, I'll jot down just like a sentence of, this could be funny. And then bring it up on stage and then start going back and forth live with the audience. The audience tells you quickly whether or not something's acceptable or something's funny. And they, you get into this dialogue with the audience about it and they help form it. And then eventually it, I do write it down and see as a writer and try and see if there's other places I could go. Like once I actually have it. Have like I know there's something there. I will put it down on paper and and play around with it. When you uh, walk out on stage, especially when you get cameras there, have you ever had a moment where just everything goes blank and you got to fake your way until it comes back to you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely times <laughs> where you're like you're literally in your head. You're thinking, I don't think I know what's coming next. And then I hope it'll I hope it'll pop into my head when I get there. And you're and then you you get there and 
Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely an unnerving feeling, I would imagine, to have all those faces looking at you and you don't know what the heck you're going to say next. Yeah, it's something you don't like to talk about, but you do realize, if I were to just fall over right now, the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Like I said, I know you're taping, uh, you got a bunch of dates here. You're taping a special for Netflix so people can see it there. And we can see you in the flesh at the Count Basie, which, of course, is a great venue uh, in Red Bank on November the 12th. So tickets available now. Uh, now, this is all fresh material, so people have seen you before. This is a brand new, it's a brand new tour. It won't be the same old Tom Papa. Yeah, it's always it's always evolving, always growing. I, I write a lot, so yeah, there'll be. Uh, I'll, I'm doing my taping for Netflix on October 1st. So okay. November 12th, there'll be. I'll be in a really good place of having a lot of freedom to just try new things. So get your tickets now. Before I let you run, I understand uh, you've been cast in a movie with Ben Affleck or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, I'm doing a, a new movie with uh, with Matt and Ben. Well, what is that like? It's about the Nike story when uh, Nike signing Michael when when Nike was signing Michael Jordan. And, uh, oh, it's the best. Those guys, you know, their whole lives are, is, has been the movies. And Ben is a director and Matt is the lead. It's just, you know, I've done several movies now with, with them and it's really a blast. It's just like kids putting on a play. Have you uh, have you seen J-Lo on set? I have not. Ah. I have not. I uh, I think he keeps I, I think he he goes to work and leaves that part separate. <laughs> I understand. Well, man, you got a lot of exciting stuff. We can't wait to see you here in the Great Garden State on uh, November the twelfth. Tom, it's great to meet you and to have you on. Thank you so much. I'll see you in November. The people probably don't know this unless they did a deep dive on your Facebook page or something. I guess, but you uh, had a previous life. A uh, previous career, <laughs> at least for a time, working in wedding planning, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess is similar to what we do here because there's. Yeah, you're organizing things, and there's a spectacle. There's a show being put on, if you will. Yeah, you know. So I guess there are some similarities. So I can see that. And I know you enjoyed when you did it. I did. I had a lot of fun. And you're very successful at it. Ended up starting your own business after mm-hmm. working for a place. And Rochelle likes to tell this story. By the way, there's a bride that comes in. You're able to upsell her to four different veils. Four veils. Now, of course, there's no reason for that, but you convinced her that there was for yeah. every picture, and you ended up making. You know, you got promoted. <laughs> and, you know, anyway, that's a great story. Yeah. So there was a story about uh, a wedding this morning that caught my eye. Uh, the couple uh, gets divorced, or uh, the, she files for divorce the day after their wedding. Uh-oh. I guess this happened back uh, almost a year ago now at Christmas, but then the, uh, oh, the lady okay. has been hearing about it since she filed for divorce the next day, so she wrote into uh, the Dear Prudence column oh. in uh, Us Magazine. Okay. And it has since you know popped up all over the world. People yeah, have read it, everybody yeah. wants to talk about it, and that's where I found it here. And I was thinking of you, because of your former life in the <laughs> bridal business. Sure. Business. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the deal. This bride says uh, she told her groom... That she had PTSD of choking, because I guess she had something happen to her when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so she said, please, whatever you do, I don't want to do the tradition where you put the cake in my oh, mouth. Yeah, you you know how they do that? Out. You smash yeah, the cake yeah, and you yeah, wipe yeah. it all over everybody's face. Mm-hmm. And she said, it triggers PTSD. Uh, and I guess he didn't take her seriously, because they go to the, uh, what, and what does he do? He shoves a cake in her face and oh, she freaks out. Kidding. And she got so worked up about it, not only because of her... I don't know, her fear of choking or whatever sure, it is. But sure. just if he ain't going to listen... Now, she's fine, by the way. Mm-hmm. But she says, if he ain't going to listen to me about this at my wedding, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, calling off the whole thing. So she filed for divorce the next day. And now, I guess, uh, according to this uh, letter to the uh, relationship expert that she sent in, yeah. people have got, absolutely, you did the right thing. You right, do you. And right. then a lot of people going, Jesus, give the guy a chance. He screwed up. But, I mean, it's just cake. 
and you're fine. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. It's it's extremely interesting. I think that anybody who's going to go through the extremes of filing for divorce. The day after the wedding, there had to be problems there right, already. Exactly right. Now, right. now, beyond that, I think that this guy, they didn't know each other well enough because if she really had PTSD from something like he that. He would know that she's not joking around. Right. This sure. would be a bigger deal than sure. just the cake. It would probably happen more than anything. And, and it, Or is she just a drama queen? Or she's just a drama queen, but even so. Because, you know, I do get irritated. And, I, and I'm not saying that there isn't truth to people that, you know, have fears mm-hmm. that stay with them. And it is, yeah. you know, almost like they talk about veterans coming back with PTSD, yeah, obviously. No, you know, it's, it's a, different. There yeah. are people that have life experience and I can understand to be the same sort of thing. I yes. do I do appreciate that. Yes. But having said that, I think there are some people that just go, well, I'm I'm afraid of roller coasters. So if I hear the, the noise, right. I freak out. And then they get, you know, everybody go, oh, poor baby. <laughs> so, I mean, I think to a certain degree... We're being yeah. a little over the... So I wonder if this woman is just a little nuts is maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe, but I think either way, it was probably for the best for both of them that she filed for divorce because that... that imagine you spent all that money, that planning, your family comes in, and then you the next day, there had to have been problems anyway. Yeah, there has to be. That That's the only logical thing because it's not just the Or case. this guy is nuts because he doesn't take her seriously, you know? Yeah, then why would she go through with the wedding? Because, again, you have to know... I mean, even if you know somebody for a month, I think you know them well enough to know some of their quirks like that. So I, there's, there's now definitely... Now, listen, you and I have certainly story. been through our own relationship ups and downs, both, both you and I and then in our previous lives, mm-hmm. right? But when you were working in the wedding industry, did you ever come across a bride mm-hmm. or a, a couple where you went, I don't know about this? Yes. Yeah. And I, now th- keep in mind, you're in the business of selling them, you mm-hmm. know, and planning the wedding and making sure the caterer shows up. You did all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Were there people where you went, I, in good conscience, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do this because they're they're going to break up immediately. Yeah. yeah. And what I've, was, give me an I've, example I've without been, telling me the names. I've actually been in weddings where I did, like, because doing what I did for so long, of course, every single person that I knew. Can you help me with my wedding? Yes. Right. Will you be a bridesmaid? Because they knew it was free right. help, basically. <laughs> and I'm I'm a sucker and I say yes. Sure. And, I, and I like being in weddings, honestly. I do, but but it's one thing to say I, I think this guy's a jerk. I could never live with yeah. him. But it's another to say, oh my god, yeah. these two are going to kill each other within hours of getting I, married. I had a wedding that I just did. It was called a day of coordinating. So it di- I didn't follow them through the whole process, but kind of like the week before leading up to the wedding, I was helping them, and then the day of the wedding, yeah. and that from I knew them for one week, and from that one week, I knew Fighting. there was. No disrespect, way. right? It was more disrespect than fighting. It was yeah. uh, it, from actually from the bride, and it wasn't just her being a bridezilla or just, but like everything that this guy wanted was a no. Everything that mom wanted was a no. Everything that mother in law wanted was a no. Bridesmaids was a no. and she took it to an extreme, and they didn't last maybe a year. I think they lasted, but he, there was just no compromise at all. Interesting. It was. I knew. I knew. You could just tell they and. But you still took make... your money, didn't you? Well, it ain't my wedding. It ain't my wedding. No, yeah. So hey, I, we were phone calling this. Let's take it. All right, this is Brian. Well, in all actuality, he did obey her wishes. What do you mean? Why? She did not want him to shove cake in her face. She oh. said nothing about shoving her face in the cake. That's the way I feel. <laughs> you want to tell my feelings? I'm giving you my feelings. Well, that's ridiculous, but... I, that... <laughs> She clearly didn't. I mean, I see what he's saying, but yeah. he's being funny about it. But, you know, if she said no, she said no. He just, the guy didn't care. So. But again, beyond that, if it was actually like a, like when you and I got married, I think we just agree we weren't doing that. I think we used a fork. I yeah. don't even think. Also, I was like, how much a cake cost? Right, exactly. So, <laughs> but I think that there are some, there are some people who just don't want to do it because they don't want the cake on their 
face or their veil or their dress or whatever. Yeah, I would have hated that, by the but way. This, I mean, I'm not afraid of it, but I would have no, been aggravated. No, and I didn't want that Listen, either. I do plenty of spilling food on myself <laughs> as it is. That tux had to go back to right. the, the tailor, okay? If this woman is truly saying that she has something that it scares her, and no. he just said, whatever, I'm going to shove your head in the cake, like, <laughs> come on. Come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it is, and I, I think it's for the best. Unless you're getting married again, in which case, call Rochelle. She'll take your money. <laughs> She'll gladly take your cash. It's true. Robbie and Rochelle, at your fingertips on demand anytime. 1071theboss.com. Podcast is right there. You find us wherever you get your podcast. You can connect with us on the socials. You can see us on your favorite bus route. <laughs> That's weird. We've had some people let us know they've seen those billboards out, so thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the love. We appreciate it. You can also get us on your socials. Or, you know, we're everywhere. We're so everywhere. just find us. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We're user-friendly, you know? Yes. About customer service. <laughs> the host is always right. Number five. <laughs> this is a case of uh, irony. Okay. Uh, poetic justice, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And by the way, I don't know why this has become like a political us versus them kind of issue. But it's one of those things where everybody's got a very strong opinion. It's like a couple of weeks ago, I was complaining about work from home. Yes. It seems like it wouldn't be a political, but it is. Everybody's yeah. got a very, mm-hmm. a very strong opinion. Coal miners in West Virginia helped a couple who were driving from Washington, D.C. cross country. After their electric vehicle died, <laughs> they pushed them to the uh, charging station at the coal mine. Oh, wow. Okay. New energy. Old energy, yeah. clean energy, old energy. Yeah. Here's two of the coal miners talking about the uh, irony of the situation. <laughs> when they was texting me and telling me what was going on, I thought, this is too ironic. This has to get out there. So. <laughs> I mean, why are you getting to shame them because they bought an electric car? I mean, what's the big deal? <sighs> Remember, we used to do this with people that had car phones. You remember? Remember all the obnoxious, rich Wall Street guys had the BMWs or the Mercedes and they had the little antenna on the back. You went, look at this poser with his car phone. Now everybody has a cell phone Mm -hmm. in their car or whatever, you know? I don't know. I don't think you should shame them. I think especially if they're driving cross cross country, you don't know where all those charging stations are. It could absolutely happen. But, you know, it is a little ironic that they they got picked up by a coal miner. And by the way, the coal miners (laughs) are the ones that have got the charging station. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of strange. We want coal. Also, the Tesla's nice. So, I don't know how this became controversial. If you want one, you want one. If you don't, you don't. Right. Number four, Carl Palmer, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, said they're launching a new tour for 2023. Now, of course, Keith Emerson, Greg Lake are dead. Mm -hmm. So, he's going to use clips of them and sing along. I don't like this. Somebody needs to tell Grandpa Carl that you just, you can't. It's Emerson, Lake, and Palmer minus the Lake and Palmer. I don't. Or, or, Lake, or Emerson and Lake. You know right, what? Right, right. I can't even remember who's dead and who's not. I don't like when they do this. I, I know that Paul McCartney did this at one of his concerts, too. It's different. I don't like it. I think it's, it's different when he sings a song in tribute. It is. He's going out there saying it's Emerson, Lake, and Palmer in concert, but it's just me. Yeah, and he's got like holograms. Yeah. I don't I don't get that. It's yeah, I'll, I'd rather just listen to the record. Like I don't just like just there, di- I understand there's controversy with like Journey goes out and they don't have Steve Perry anymore. They got a new guy. But they at least have fine. a person. Yeah. It's a person. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some some of those old bands, like there's nobody who is actually right. in the group. They're either dead or they won't do it. They're you know, just so doing it's like, it for the name. Yeah, it's like you're not the Beach Boys, you know right, what I mean? Right. All right, number three, fifty eight year old Nicholas Cage has got himself a brand new baby girl with wife Rico. Mm-hmm. She is twenty eight. It's their first child together this is uh nicholas cage's third kid which is nice i suppose but can you imagine that kid grows up and realizes their dad is nicholas cage yeah no <laughs> like can you imagine like surfing the internet being like oh my god I'm a bad player. I'm a bad player. 
Wow. I'm trying to do that. That math. is crazy. So if he <laughs> sees 53, he just had a baby. No, he's 58. 58. Yep. Okay, and he just had a newborn. So when that baby graduates high school, yeah, he'll probably be dead. <laughs> He'd probably be on tour with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer before she finds anything He'd out. Do so. the hologram at the graduation. So yeah. I guess it's okay. Number two, listen to this. See, a football season's underway. The American Gaming Association says uh, close to 50 million Americans, that's one in five, mm-hmm. will bet on an NFL game this season. Really? That seems like a huge number to me. Well, I bet a lot of that comes from Do you? Super do you bet a lot of that? Yeah. How I much do you bet, bet on that? Bet How much? <laughs> not much. I'm not I'm not a sports better, but no, I I think a lot of that comes from Super Bowl. I would assume because I think that's the one the one time when it's like, "Oh yeah, we've got the squares, we can do it in the off." Like all of a sudden gambling is okay as long right. as it's Super Bowl squares. You but... know what we should do is do a little poll on uh, just how much money Tom is going to have to spend to get rid of Giselle. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, more than 150 million. That's what I'm going to guess. Yeah. By the way, related story a new study, I don't know who, why, but a university study has found men are more likely to make risky financial decisions mm-hmm. after speaking to an astrologer or fortune teller <laughs> than a woman would be. Bethesda! Where are you <laughs> yeah. at? Where are you at, Bethesda? I'm still getting those emails, by the way. I don't know if people remember me talking about this. I got this uh, astrologer yeah. who keeps spamming me, mm-hmm. and I keep reading these emails like an idiot, and of course it keeps coming to my email every yeah. day. I've not spent any money on her or listened to her advice or anything, but not her yet. sales pitch is great. I gotta say. <laughs> her sales pitch is solid. Bonus story for you. There's a woman going in for a colonoscopy. Now, she's fine, and this was a routine colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had her daughter put a post-it note on her butt, what? so when she gets in there and, you know, they she derobes and she gets on the table, they uh-huh. knock her out, do the colonoscopy. The doctor lifts the thing, put the tube up. It's a little post-it note that says, been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> That's funny. That is amazing. That's pretty good. I love that. I, I, I truly hope somebody in that operating room had a phone or something to take a photo oh, of. Oh, there's that. a picture of oh, it. Oh, that's hilarious. But I'm not gonna use I'm not gonna Google it on a work computer. <laughs> I did not click on the story, just the headline. Yeah, I don't want to see a colonoscopy. You could leave that, but I want to see the post-it note. That's funny. I feel like it's something I might do. You oh, wanna, 100%. You want to make light of an unpleasant task. You Absolutely. Know? I love that. Hey honey, you want to put a post-it note on dad's ass? Yeah. Going in for a little colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lighten the mood. <laughs> Their poor daughter, though, had to like roll her. I mean, that'd be like putting a post-it note after you die. Tell them, put it on your chest and say, pull my finger. I would like you know that, what I too. Mean? You know what? I would like that. I You'd be like, that- oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what horrible people we are. I've said it before. I say it again. How about this bonus, bonus story for you? There's a guy returned a library book. This happened in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> It was over 14,000 days overdue. He checked it out in the summer of 1983. He did the math, and he wrote a check for 58 bucks to the library to make sure that wow. uh, you know that he paid his due he to society, his, due. his civic duty, by paying for the overdue library book. That's awesome. I think there are blue laws in some states where you could technically be prosecuted for not returning your library book. You know, there's somebody who just needs sure. to read Catcher in the Rye, and they need to read it right friggin' now, you know? I'm sure there are laws that are clearly outdated that pertain to that but i can't imagine i don't know about you but the last time i went to the library there was nobody there yeah nobody i went to the cafe for a coffee that was the last time i went to the library nobody was there they're not gonna miss one book no no (laughs) number one reader's digest has posted a list of things that uh, people of course are not legally supposed to take from a hotel Mm -hmm. but they do anyway now i suppose that they uh, account for you Maybe taking soap or the finishing the shampoo well, thing. You're supposed to take those. Because no one's going to use Sanitary reasons you can't use them again. Yeah. But apparently the number one thing people steal that they are not supposed to is considered a crime. A Sheets. Sheets? Yeah. The towels, I guess they account for when they buy oh, towels. They okay. expect that people will take them. The sheets are number one. Bathrobes, number two. 
Why do you want used sheets and bathrobes? Well, the bathrobes, I think, are fresh, aren't they? No. Maybe, maybe they're not. They don't no. give you a new bathrobe every time they Well, throw at the hotels it. I stay at, they do. No, they don't. No, they you really stay don't. at the Holiday Inn Express, you don't get a bathrobe, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be lucky if you get a coffee pot in a room. That's right. By they, the way, that is a little farther down, but that's on the list. Co- Universal oh, really? remotes, electronics, alarm clocks. Interesting. People steal all this stuff. That's crazy to me. Imagine you're uh, checking out there like, well, how is your stay, sir? It's like, it's great. Oops, sorry, I just dropped the TV. I had it under my shirt. They butter. have your credit card on file. Yeah. Why would you take that? They're going to charge you for it. You think they're not going to notice? Sure. Now, I wonder if that's what they do. Do they just charge you or do they, uh, I think so. do they file charges? Maybe well, that's, both. That's why they put a credit card on file for incidentals. I mean, that's why there's a security deposit. That's that's why. It's because these people are stealing the bathrobes. It's ridiculous. It was probably the Clinton administration last time I fit in one of those bathrobes. <laughs> You're not for a large guy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file Ben Savage. Remember him from Boy Meets World? Mm, yes. He's 42 today. Wow. And more like, <laughs> he's going to be going in for the colonoscopy pretty soon. <laughs> Get the post. It's ready. Paul's daughter, Stella McCartney. She's 51 today. Tyler Perry, one of the richest guys in the world. Very funny. Yes. 57 today. Peter Cetera from Chicago. David Clayton Thomas from Blood, Sweat, and Tears. See, that's what I'm saying. There's a group that goes out. There's nobody from Blood, Sweat, and Tears. <laughs> David is not in that group no, anymore. No, no. He's 81 today. Today is National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. Oh, fine. What could go wrong there? <laughs> National Peanut Day. National Bald is Beautiful Day. Bald is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful if something bad happened to you. You know, if you're just a sad old guy with a with a bald head, oh, I don't know if it's that's cute here's the cue ball. I don't know if it's beautiful. <laughs> National Boss Employee Exchange Day. What you got for me, boss man? <laughs> what you got? <laughs> Can I offer you a post-it note? <laughs> to make light of a stressful situation makes sense to me. Mm. <laughs> I've never been for one of those. Really, but no. To be honest with you, no. That's pretty funny, though, that post-it note. That, that, that's very funny. There is a picture of it, and it is funny. They stuck it oh, right there in the butt. So. <laughs> Doctor. How did it stay on, I wonder? Well, I don't know. I don't know. And how does that, again, I have not been in for one of these procedures, and I really, we're getting to the point where I probably need to do it. Probably I think we should. Yeah, we're getting close to that. But uh, how do, I mean, do you take, you take your pants off and put on a little Johnny, yeah, yeah, right? Hospital yeah, gown yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A what? What did you call it? Like a little Johnny, right? What a are they? Johnny? Yeah. A Johnny? Isn't that what they call the, uh, the, what's the, the hospital the, gown? Okay, fine, yeah. A Johnny? I think that's a, Who called it that? It's an old-timey term for those things. Is it Johnny? Okay. Huh. I've, right. never, I've never heard that. Anyhow, I wonder, you would think someone, you know, he's, you're walking down to the operating room or wherever they put you, you'd think somebody would have noticed the post-it note, but I guess not. Well, they don't let you, when you're in a hospital, when you're admitted, you're, they, they don't let you walk around, so they have to wheel you everywhere. So they were sitting on their rump before they got into and the... they uh, turned you over and there's a post-it mm, note. Yeah, right, well. it's nice and sticky. I'm, gl- I'm glad we uh, went through all the intricacies <laughs> of how this might have happened. This is, this is some groundbreaking yeah, stuff Yeah, there you go. Good. <laughs> Just close your Johnny. <laughs> Johnny? What the hell is a Johnny? It's just an old-timey term. Will you let it go? Both I'm of sorry. you. I just... Some things you say are just like... You know. I think his parents made up some words and they just... They stuck and uh, that's just what it... Knowing, yeah. his, knowing his mom, like, I just... Yeah. I think that's well, how that happened. No, they're just old. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> and they say, you know, my father calls jeans dungarees. Well, that yeah. I've heard. Yeah. But I've never heard a hospital gown called Johnny. Let's put on to Johnny. That's <laughs> it. Well, I'm glad he's, uh, I, they've raised me to sound like an ignoramus <laughs> on a major radio station. That's great. <laughs> and you two clowns won't let it go. I'm trying to go to the traffic, and we're still talking about Johnny's. <laughs> we go back and talk about the colon- colonoscopy again, if you want. Well... <laughs> I really don't want to think about how that's in my near future either.
No, no, no. I feel like I'm getting yeah. a colonoscopy right now, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Here's Johnny. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Emmys last evening. I mentioned that they were going to be on it. Rochelle went, no, I think they were la- the Sunday night. I said, no, they're tonight. <laughs> it goes to show you how excited people were about the Emmys. But there yeah. are some shows that uh, people talk about here. Uh, Lizzo, the uh, pop star, she won for her show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, Abbott Elementary, Only Murders in the Building, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Oh, yeah. Those guys are funny. I watched that show, and I love both of them. I yeah. thought the show was okay, considering the level of talent. You got two of the three amigos there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was okay, and was Selena Gomez is a talented kid. Mm-hmm. They presented an award, um, and they did a little... Little goof there where Steve was pretending he was there to sell a reverse mortgage. He was calling out the older people like oh, Henry Winkler no. in the crowd. That was kind Don't of funny. Do that. The Office, White Lotus, Ted Lasso, uh, Succession was one of the big winners oh, last right. night. One of the stars, Selma Blair, who's been around for a while, uh, had announced recently she's battling MS, but she looked good. Yeah. So luckily she's doing good well in her. her fight. So anyway, that's the deal with the Emmys. But it got us thinking is there a show that people talk about? That you just know, you've never seen it, you really mm. have no interest. Now, for me, Ted Lasso would be one of those shows. Yeah, that's true. I've had at least five or six people tell me, you got to watch the show, it's so funny, it's inspiring. They go, it's not only funny, it's inspiring, and I go, I, I don't... I don't know. I'm not interested. And I'm not crazy about that Sudeikis guy. I think he's a little Oh, see, I like him. I think he's very funny. So I think I'd probably like it. You and I are a little different in the sense that I will generally watch anything. I really, I really... Here's the thing is, I pay attention to shows. You don't. No, I do pay attention. You have to pay attention, which is why I think you tolerate shows that to me. I'm like, this is brain dead. Why do you you're, like this? You're probably right. But I will watch, I'll, I'll just turn on a Netflix series because it's trending, and I'll watch the whole thing. I'll binge the whole thing. But you're right. I and then I'm like, what was the show about? You're like, ah, the girl. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Were you watching it? Mm-hmm. But there are not. some shows that I really do like to pay attention to, uh, and I'll watch over and over because I do like them. But I've... I've had friends suggest to me that I watch Supernatural, which mm-hmm. isn't in on anymore because it's got uh, Jared Padalecki, who is also from Gilmore Girls. And you did like that show, yeah. I can't. I try, Too scary, right? I can't. Like, I don't, I have no interest in watching Supernatural. I don't like the demons and the exorcisms and the, and everyone says it's a fantastic show. You'll love it. Yep. I can't do it. Game of Thrones. Yep. Can't do it. I just Not saw, my thing. There's an article like, every week thing. about, like, oh, the dragon was, uh, the CGI was unbelievable. Also, how about that sex scene? That's all they talk about Listen, with Games I, of Thrones. I have absolutely watched shows just for sex scenes. <laughs> 100% will admit it. Uh-huh. I, I can't do the Game of Thrones. I can't, it just, you know. Who cares? There's I a whole bunch of those shows. There's the Tudors and uh, the Romans, and I, yeah. I, they're all stupid. They're not historically it's, accurate. I don't know that it's stupid. I'm it's not just, interested in that Stranger just, Things, and I know the kids like yeah. it, but I've tried to That's watch a couple of them. It's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I don't get what all the hoopla is about. Yeah. So, and anyway, it's a show, and it seemed like this is all the shows last night at the Emmys. A show that everybody's <laughs> talking about. Everybody says it's great. You got no interest in it. Caller number ten is hanging on. Hi. You are caller number ten. Yay! <laughs> Classic Yay. rock keywords. We're looking for a $250 cash jackpot winner if you've got all four words. I do. All ears. Every move you make. Yeah! yeah. 250 bucks. Of course, from every breath you take by the police. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Who's this? Debbie. Debbie, where are you from? Manchester. All right, appreciate you listening this morning. Enjoy that 250 bucks on mm-hmm. us. You can double your money on Thursday. Join that cash club. Get more info on this if you're just hearing about the classic rock keywords. That's at 1071theboss.com. Last night, the uh, Emmys on TV. Succession. 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 Not <laughs> secession. I think it's 
That's what Texas keeps talking about. This is <laughs> succession. <laughs> yes. Was the biggest winner last night. Won the most uh, total Emmys. We were talking about TV shows, and that would be another example of shows. I tried an episode of it, but everybody Did talks you? about it, right? I, yeah. I, I haven't. It's been on a long time. Mm-hmm. Shows that everybody talks about. Everybody seems to be watching, wins all these awards. You couldn't care less. You have just no interest <laughs> whatsoever. I'd say all of the doctor shows would be up oh. there for me. I'm not somebody like yeah. those. The police shows, hit or miss. I See, I like the old-fashioned police shows, you know, <laughs> like Starsky and Hutch and that kind of thing. But the new ones today are just too gritty, too too much, uh, I don't know, life is scary enough, you know what I mean? That's fair, and I think a lot of the, the doctor shows are very smutty now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't hate that. <laughs> but, it's but not that you, smut that bothers me. It's just the, uh, first of all, I think they're ridiculous. They're over they're the top. They're very soap opera. They're very they're soap opera E. Yes. And I don't like the blood and guts either, you know? Yeah. And I understand that they're cutting up, uh, you know, a jar of yams or something. But when they, <laughs> it looks like a brain, I don't want to see that on TV. Yeah. You know? No, it, at, it's true. It, they're a little, they're, they can be a little gray. I think it al- also seems to be with so many different TV channels, there are just so many shows on. Yeah. That there's less That's quality getting through yeah. than there used to. Because mm-hmm. you used to, you know, there are only three channels. You used to have to try pretty hard to get your TV show on. Sure. I feel like there's much more opportunity for junk. Sure. To get on it. But people seem to like it. So. Yeah. Well, you know, you like to be. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Phil said, my wife keeps telling me to watch The Queen's Gambit. Not a fan of chess. Don't care. Rochelle doesn't like that girl's face. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Well, you know when you go on the Netflix and that big thing pops up it's, where they try and give you a show to watch? They go, well, you might like this. Just Her little, face is a little scary looking. She looks looking. a little creepy to me. Yeah. I hate to be and mean big like eyeballs. that. eyeballs. But she, yeah, she just, she was in it something else and she played kind of like a, a weird character and since yeah. I've seen that, now I just, I don't like, I don't like it. I can't do it. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't I mean to be, play- I don't mean be mean yeah. and I judge her, but I just... You're playing ew. a weird character. You're probably a weird individual. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm a weirdo, too. I get it. I just... I don't know. Well, you, don't, you don't get eyeballs like that girl. Ashley said, any of those new Star Wars shows on Disney Plus? Mm. Obi-Wan was pretty good. We liked it. Yeah. And uh, the I Boba Fett pe- had its up and downs. I think a lot of people talk about them because they are... They're an extension of Star Wars. So yeah. if you're a fan of any of the Star Wars shows, they're really popular and people are really into that. But I think it's one of those things you're either into it or you're not. There's not a, you know, you you don't really just watch the Boba Fett or the Mandalorian without having. Well, I mean, we're Star not Wars big uh, we're not big sci-fi nerds or anything, but no, uh, but I I like all the Star Wars movies. I've seen all of those. So when it, when it comes to uh, there being too many shows on, I think there's too many shows that have to do with these franchises. Like I, you know, my friend sure. uh, Charlie was having dinner with him not mm-hmm. that long ago. He said he canceled Paramount because he's a big Trekkie. And he said, there's too many Star Trek shows. None of them are any good. There are a lot. They've I don't need done it. different generations and different... Canceled the streaming yeah. services. I don't need it. Interesting. Interesting. They ruined it for me. Jeremy said, Euphoria seems wrong as a grown man and dad to watch high schoolers do drugs and have sex with each other. Yeah. That's fair. Correct. That's fair, Jeremy. Shouldn't be on. It's weird. I would uh, I'd also mention to you, I uh, started watching a new show, watched the first episode of a show I'd never seen before without you. You the other did? Day. Yeah. Wow, that's big of you. Yeah. Because I was uh, reading something about Springsteen uh, the other day when the Springsteen show was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stevie Van Zandt, you know, was on The Sopranos, of course. He yes. plays essentially the same character in a show called Lillehammer that was on Netflix about five years ago. And it's about a mobster that testifies here in Jersey and then goes to uh, Lillehammer to hang out in a witness protection program and begins new mafia operations out mm. there. It was pretty was all Very right. good? Yeah, it was okay. i definitely keep watching it if you want to do that. So Okay. Well, it's good for you to have your own shows, too. That's okay. That's a show nobody's talking about. But <laughs> is there a show everybody's talking about? Wins all the awards. You couldn't care less. No interest. What is that show? Thinking about the boob tube this morning with the uh, Emmys on last night. Bunch of shows that uh, neither of us have seen. 
And I, I think a lot of people feel that way. Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. I've seen one episode of Only Murders in the Building. I've seen yeah. one episode of Succession. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the other. Ted Lasso, I haven't seen it all. And everybody talks about that. Couldn't care less. Ozark is yeah. another one. So is there a TV show? Everybody talks about it. You keep hearing about it. You're, you're not interested at all. You don't understand why, what the buzz is all about. Linda said, when it was on This Is Us, I have no interest in having a scheduled crying session each week. Isn't that coming back this fall? In the no, they, no they, it's done. Did they, it end? Because I remember we had the guy it. on that... Um, yeah. Wasn't that well, he ago? was getting ready to start the last season, so it's done. Was that already a year ago? That yeah. We talked to? Okay. Well, I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I remember we just, uh, you were talking about the finale. That was one of the shows that I started watching and was really into, but it was. It was emotionally Exhausting. draining every <laughs> week. Like, you had to go into it knowing that, I like, I have my tissues ready. I've got my glass of wine. This is going to be a lot. And it was. And I stopped watching it after season two just because I, I left not feeling good. Like, I just, yeah. I stopped watching it. It was just not was not fun to watch anymore. It's too sad. I don't understand why people want to watch something that gets them depressed or nervous or scared. I just don't understand. It know? was a great. I want to. I want to watch a guy get hit in the face with a rake. The you know? show was a great show. It really was. But it was. It was really hard to watch, and there were a lot of episodes that were just really heavy. And you're right. I, the world is hard enough. Like yeah. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I was done. So I'll tell you another one. I like game shows well enough, but there's so many of them now. And mm-hmm. Netflix has got a bunch of them. Like the kids yeah. were watching that thing where the floor is lava. I mean, how stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess it's just silly, and that's, uh, you know, at least it's a distraction. It's not like you're talking about all depressing. Yeah. I don't get that at all. I mean, just mindless baloney. Sure. Uh, Natalie said Bridgerton. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> the period show is not a big fan. You know, what's funny is that was a show I wasn't really interested in, and then we actually had a listener call in and said, and recommended that I watch. So it was one of those things that someone recommended. I was like, I have no interest in. I decided to give it a shot, and I was like... This is awesome. That's an all-new cast for the second year, right? Are, are you watching it still? Uh, it's an all-new cast, so every season they follow a different one of the Bridgerton siblings. Oh. So there's seven I'm not siblings. even really interested in hearing you tell me about it ever my watch the show. <laughs> well, I'm not really interested in the show. Yeah, I know. You're watch- <laughs> watching the naked guy. I got you. <laughs> Scott said, Cobra Kai, no interest at all. I, mean, I can see it. It's definitely a unique taste. You know what really gets my go? If there was a show where there were girls running around topless, you'd be all upset that I wanted to watch that. But it's perfectly acceptable for you to watch this prince show his ass on television. That's fine. I'm not in it for the prince. I mean, it's just the whole show in general. For you, There's smut no is just fine. If I'm watching smut, I'm a creep. I'm a dirty old man. What a double standard you have. You can watch Bridgerton with me. Yeah, There's okay. boobies in I'm it. I'm not interested in Bridgerton. <laughs> The show people keep telling you about, you just don't care. 732-774-4444. Still can text. You can use a text line anytime or get us on Facebook. That's your he said. said. We'll resolve this later, okay? (laughs)